And we're back with more of the Pope on Film. Act three, buddy! Act three! Act three! Yes, buddy, my friend, it is time once again uh, for us here at the Pope on Film to country line dance our way into the third and final act of the show. And it is said third act wherein we finally and eventually get around to discussing our low-cost, fat-free, super-absorbent, dolphin-safe and available exclusively for through this limited-time offer. So order now, Movie of the Week! And this week, we discuss the 2020 family-friendly, gory horror comedy... Psycho Gorman! Okay, yes. Technically, yes. the movie is called PG Psycho Gorman, but yes, Psycho Gorman. First off, there's one thing that I just want to get out of the way now because I feel that we might heap um, a bit of praise onto this movie and we might not, uh, we might forget to talk about this, but first off, First off, this is a Shudder movie, except unlike every other sh original movie made by the streaming service Shudder, I give a shit about this. <laughs> I don't care for Shudder. Shudder is a streaming service that is specifically... Uh, just horror movies, and I understand why Shudder exists... Netflix's horror, uh, they, they suck for horror movies. Hulu has a really good collection of horror movies in, in September and October, and that's it. So I can understand why a streaming service would be out there uh, devoted exclusively to horror, but I feel that... Um, I like horror movies, but I wouldn't consider myself a horror buff well, because it's a cult. May I predict, and I'm really only going to go like five years on this. Okay. What's going to be really cool is you would be able to get a package with like HBO Max, you know, uh, either Netflix or Amazon Prime, Hulu, Shudder, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe CNN streaming for about 20 or so bucks. Yeah. ESPN. It's cable television with a different name. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like we said, hey, we want uh, Hulu, so we're gonna subscribe to Hulu, and then Hulu said, thank you for subscribing to us. Here's ESPN and Showtime, and we're like, we don't want either of those. Yeah. We didn't sign up so we could watch competitive curling. Yeah, I mean, or like. 
or whatever's on Showtime. No, we just wanted Hulu. And they're like, well, you're getting these two streaming services as well. So what I, what I, yeah, what I see happening in the next five or 10 years is exactly what happened to the WWE. Hey, we're a new streaming service. Hey, we're not doing good. So now we're a part of this streaming service. And eventually there's going to be like three main streaming services that own everything. So it's like, hi, welcome to Netflix. Also, the home of Shudder now. You know? Yes. That the little streaming services are going to die and get bought by the major streaming services. And and it's just going to get gobbled up until there's just like three or four streaming services that own all the streaming. And I, 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 Shudder's just not for me. It seems to be for horror movie buffs and I'm not a horror movie buff. I'm a horror movie fan, but I'm not a horror movie buff. Also, I can say this, so I'm just going to come out and say it. Hashtag horror buff so white. (laughs) When you think of a horror movie buff, you think of someone with a bunch of movie posters and a bunch of white skin. Yeah. Usually. And 300 black shirts. Okay. And I'm just not that guy. So Shudder has never been for me. I'm, I'm, I'm interested just not enough to get another fucking channel. I'd be interested in a trial, a free trial subscription for 30 days or like a week or two to try it out to see what they've got, but like, I I did that with CBS for fucking Picard and I got burnt on that and got charged 65 bucks. That sucks. So fuck yeah, that. I, I I barely watch Netflix, so I'm I don't think Netflix, but just for horror movies is for me. Yeah. But uh, they did a good thing in purchasing the rights to this film because I love this movie. Bunny, your thoughts on this movie? I really, really liked it. I don't know if I'm ready to cross over into love yet. Uh, but it was it was a great concept, and it was a very different kind of movie. Yeah, you know, like we kind of kicked around a little bit earlier about about a trauma vibe, you know, and I I kind of thought about it. This movie is like a trauma movie, but good. But good. But good, yeah. You know? This is like a trauma movie, but unlike a trauma movie, it's got the, like, charm and quaintness of a trauma movie, but it's lacking the whole, wait, we're still a trauma movie. Let's shove a bunch of uh, tits and book in here. Yeah. And, uh... Oh, here's a punk band. Here's a metal band we got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to be home too. Here's a scream queen we got for a weekend. She's going to be in this. Yeah. And here's Lloyd Kaufman as newspaper agent. Yes. So, 
so it's like it's 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 not a trauma film because this is good and I could watch this a bunch of times. I have watched this a bunch of times, but it, it doesn't have the things that I hate about trauma films. Okay, but it's got a trauma vibe. Yes, because like this movie is going where it wants to go without oh is this going to be commercial or is this they're just like you know what fuck it we're making a movie yeah I was thinking of making some sort of video compilation uh, last night I was thinking of making some sort of video compilation of like the unsung heroes of cinema the heroes fathers like this father's day let's remember the heroes fathers yes because if it wasn't for those fathers, and this would be like a perfect, I showed Natasha that that monologue that that the father has when he's talking about uh, the baseball cards. It, it, that scene is just fucking brilliant, and I love that so much. Yeah, so much. I read a review. Uh, from Variety where they called this film Marvel Meets Trauma and that got me thinking about the trauma connection I think it it, it feels more trauma than Marvel I don't feel any bit of Marvel in this mm, no but I felt that Variety was right with the trauma connection but not yeah. in a way that means that this is a trauma film because it's not this is good Yes. This is, despite the fact that this is an intensely gory film, it's also wholesome and quaint in a way yes. that I can't really explain. Wholesome and quaint for this movie. Every character is opposite of its normal trope. Yeah. And they're all basically bad guys. Yeah. Regardless of how cute that awesome little girl was. Yeah. She kind of sucks as a person. Yes. And her whole family sucks as people. Yeah. So, you know, why not help the demonic force from another planet that you're daughter has control of ah I I love that dad like I love that that loser deadbeat dad big fan big fan of his did Shudder finance this what exactly or did they pick it up Uh, somewhere this uh, let's let's skip to stats because this would never survive a pitch meeting Yeah, this is a Canadian horror movie by a Canadian production company called Astron Six, and they specialize in very low budget 1980s retro grindhouse type films. They made the 2011 film Father's Day. Okay, and it was like a Father's Day 
horror comedy. And then in 2016, they made a horror film called The Void, which was okay. And it had Knives Chow in it. Yeah. And I had never. I, I had never seen her in anything else, and it's like, holy shit, that's Knives Chow. <laughs> the movie uh, was was financed by the company, and it got some buzz uh, going around uh, the film festivals. And then its big break was going to be it was going to have its uh, a showing at South by Southwest, and people are like, this is the film to watch. This is this is going to be picked up by a studio, and this film is going to be playing in theaters all over the place. So be sure to watch Psycho Gorman at the South by Southwest Film Festival, summer 2020. So uh, that got fucked up. Yeah. And instead, it was purchased by Shutter and released online. And uh, and yeah. It would. The rights were purchased by Shutter. Okay, so th- so this movie was already finished. Yes. Okay. And Shutter bought it and brought it out into the world. This film has a ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a good-looking film too. It is. It looks all right. Uh, Pandora, the uh, white robot. Uh, Power Ranger. Power Ranger character, she looked damn good. Yeah. Some of the other ones, they they all had a Power Ranger villain look to them. Yes, yes, they yeah. did. Well, Pandora but they were looked unusual good. creatures. It was a brain in a fucking jar. Yeah. I'm a big fan yeah. of brains in jars. Word. Uh. Uh. Bunny, do you, do you want to... Why don't you hit us with the plot? Because you're so good. Oh, I will be fucked if I know. So, so... There are these two kids... For your plot explanation. Yeah, it starts with these two kids, a boy and a girl, their brother and sister, and they're playing a hard-ass game of dodgeball. And they're both really aggressive it's towards each other. It's invented themselves. It's like silly ball, or I yeah. forget what the name was, but yeah, yeah. And, and the girl particularly is is really getting animalistic with the game. And I was like, I I'm just enjoying watching her, you know, you know, just a little girl with like no yeah. bitch is just doing what she wants. <laughs> With a vengeance, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, then yeah. something happens, they dig in a hole or something like that, and she finds the brooch, and then there is the demon from hell from another planet, uh, from planet Gygax. I'm sure that was a nod somewhere. Um, yeah. And I forget his names, because Psycho Gordon is good enough for me, or whatever. Um, and he's a he's a horrible, horrible dude. Like I forget I forget the scene where he came came from, but he didn't he just like kill a couple of fucking people. Yes. Yeah. 
But anyway, she uh, he is now under her control. He is from another planet uh, where millennia ago he was enslaved by by this other group, uh, the the group that we don't like with the white lady. We don't like them because they're they're all the good ones. We're following the bad guys here. Uh, so so they kind of paint him as like kind of a freedom fighter for a bit. But he's yep. still a scumbag. Like he's not a hero. Yes. This is Thanos. Like like Jeannie asked me what it was about. I was like, this little girl has got control of Thanos, basically. You know? Uh yeah. Jeez, and then a lot of weird shit happens. You know? Uh, he kills some people. We come across, like, elves? What were they exactly? Little hobgoblins? Uh, that, like, used to worship them. They don't, like, like, they're kind of at the point where they still worship them, but sort of, like, in name only. So yeah. when he shows up to basically be their god again, they're like, yeah, you know about that? <laughs> yeah. We're really kind of past you. Things have been a lot better since you've been gone. <laughs> We're taking turns being the leader, so no one is left out. <laughs> uh, so there was that. Uh, the parents were really, really fucking annoying. You know? Uh, yeah. And then this has the, the, the white woman and the white Power Ranger who did have a really cool costume. And that whole, like... Council of Aliens thing going on. They had a lot of great looking shit right in that scene. You know? Yeah, they did. The aliens were very unusual looking. You know? And like totally like amazing. None of their mouths moved. Yeah. <laughs> um but anyway, she is going to go and put him back to whatever hell he came from yada 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 basically uh and they fight and they 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 uh, our good bad guys win uh but then they yep. have to say goodbye to their demon and and they open up a portal say goodbye kind of love on each other a little bit and he walks off and starts destroying Akron or something. I don't know. Just some small town America. He's just making shit explode. The way that I kind of saw it was, was, uh, you have befriended me. You have taught me a lot. So I will spare you and your friends and your family. Yeah. I'm going to fucking kill everybody else, though. I'm still a bad guy. And he just goes off to destroy the rest of the planet, but not the girl's family and friends. And they all suck, and so they're all good with that. 
<laughs> My favorite part. That is little girl was awesome because she was horrible. Yeah, she is amazing in this, and she gets a musical montage, mm-hmm. which I love. I'm the heckin' best. I loved that scene. They even have the psycho Gorman like dressing up in outfits. You know, and the girls there. Hmm. Hmm. Next. But I think it's worth giving it a look one day. Okay. This movie has enough. Just let go. (laughs) Sequiturs for me to just be in love with this movie. One of my favorite parts is, you know, the big end battle happens in this warehouse. And they're fighting, and there's blood, and there's taking parts of a hu- uh, of the creature's body to create your own sword that you can then uh, kill the person with. And there's blood and guts everywhere inside of this abandoned uh, shoe factory. And there's just blood everywhere and gore. And finally, the family leaves, and they can't believe what they saw. And the dad goes, you know... I remember when this used to be a shoe factory. (laughs) And it's like, oh my god, I love this. I love this so much. And the monster comes and the the mom grabs a bat and hits the monster with the bat and the bat explodes and the dad comes to the rescue running out out of the house screaming, my lucky bat! No! I, I love this movie so much. Oh, and I, I really dug the fight scene where uh, uh, PG wasn't allowed to fight back until he apologized to the little girl. Yes. And that whole fight scene was great. Uh, I liked the end of the the uh, Luke's Nightmare yeah. Where, where uh, PG is trying to make Luke give him the stone in uh, this nightmare, hellish nightmare that they're both in, and he refuses to do it. And PG like, oh, I guess, I guess you 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 won't. And then they just sort of stand there. Well, what do we do now? I guess we just wait for you to wake up from your nightmare, and they just stay there for a while. <laughs> Now they just have to wait for him to wake up, and they're just there. Oh, and one of my favorite parts was, uh, like, so much of it is so weird that it's refreshing. Yeah. Like this, where the, the, the cops show up, and one of the cops is freaking out, and the other one says, remember your training. There's no time! Shoot him! <laughs> and it's like, well, wow, they shot him so quick. Uh, Psycho Gorman must have been a minority. <laughs> yes. That's how quick the police shot him. I. This is an adorable movie, which is weird because it's gory as fuck. Oh, God, yeah, it, there's no skipping on the gore. Yeah. This, this movie doesn't really fit neatly into any kind of character, you know, any kind of genre. Yeah, and I tried to explain that to you last week at the end of the podcast. Like, next week, we're watching a horror movie. It's also a family film. Yeah. It's 
very gory, bloody film. It's also a lighthearted kids' adventure. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, it's like... It's, it's, like a, a, it's a science fiction movie. It, it's a superhero movie. Hostile Goonies. Hostile Goonies, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pacific Rim Hostile Goonies, an Eli Roth film. It's 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 the it's the sequel. They're older, their hormones are going nuts. So they yeah. go backpacking through Amsterdam trying to get laid and come upon maniacs that start torturing their goony little asses. Yeah. It's weird because the movie it is itself. It, it's it's difficult to explain this movie until you've seen it because it's cheap as fuck, but in a great way. Yeah. It's dumb as hell in a cute way. It's bad in a wonderful way. Yes. There's a thin line. And this film is just... It's a dumbass movie that's really fun, and I fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean... It, it, it's really just its own thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, there are a lot of just fantasy and science fiction elements to this. You know? It yeah. It just doesn't fit anywhere neatly. So it's, it's, definitely watch it because it's its own fucking thing. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I like this movie. I like this movie. Yes. Um, and the film is getting great reviews. The film got great reviews. It's a uh, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it's it's got a ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. RogerEbert.com hated it, but number one, he's dead. Yes. And number two. Um, RogerEbert.com hating your film is more of a good review than a bad review. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, first off, Roger Ebert was a dick. Okay, yes. so jackass star Ryan Dunn died in a car crash and Roger Ebert immediately went to Twitter and tweeted... Friends don't let jackasses drink and drive. <laughs> what the fuck, Roger Ebert? Yeah. What the hell? Plus, he found the usual suspects and Terry Gilliam's Brazil dumb and hard to follow. Wow. Those are fuck Roger Ebert. Those are both brilliant fucking movies. Yeah. So fuck Roger Ebert. Yeah. Damn. Damn. You tweeted that right after Ryan Dunn died. The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Fuck. But, I like... But, but I back, like in, back in my day, like, that was spoilers. Siskel and Ebert was like the next bit of information you can get about movies. Yeah. You know, you, you would catch a commercial on TV, like not even a trailer, 
just a commercial on TV for the movie. You know? And, and then maybe the news might cover a movie. You know, you have Gene Siskel and uh, Rex Reed all on the different television God, shows. The last time, when was the last time I saw a movie reviewed on the news? Fuck. That was all the time. Yeah. And then, you, then your next bit is you would get them on Siskel and Ebert, and you would get actual clips from the movie, and then you would also get clips from, like, Johnny Carson, and nobody else, actually, at the back in my day. Yeah. But when Letterman came on, Letterman would do, you know, can you, does this clip need any setup? <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm off on a tangent, and I know it. I just don't know my, my way back. <laughs> I like this movie. It's cute and gory. It's it's cute and it's gory, and it, and it just does its own thing. And there is a story there. Yeah. And, it, and it's worth another watch because it may actually go deeper than you think on the first go. Yeah. And I've only yeah, had it, one go at this movie, and that was today. Yeah. This is an adorable film. I love Psycho Gorman. This is this is this is a this is a refreshing film because yes. this thing is some pretty different stuff. It goes in different routes that you wouldn't expect, and I really liked it. This was yes. really good. Yeah. So that's and, all and, that, and that little girl is just somebody to keep your eye on, because yeah, she was she was freaking amazing. She stole the show. What was her name? She's got some rough edges on her. I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I will find out. She's got some rough edges on her, but pss, more yeah. than competent job, especially for this kind of a movie. Yeah. So that's all I've got this week for this movie. Next week, we're watching a movie. It's on the shared cough cough. But I have instructions, Bunny. Uh-oh. Watch the movie. Okay. Afterwards, you can look up the director and see what else he's done. Okay. But not before you see the movie. You've got to see the movie before. Okay? Okay. okay. Don't look up the film at all. Okay. We're watching the... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll wind up looking up, like, the cover art, the movie poster, and I'll see some scenes from it. Like, I'll mostly be doing images for my graphics and stuff. Okay. But not even but, that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I might I have know. to watch it tonight then. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Oh, there is but we watch it, watch it, and then look up and see who the director is. It's important that you don't know who the director is before you see the movie. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Very important. It's gonna be a surprise. Oh. Okay. So, it's a 1990 film called Night Killer. Night and it's Killer. What? Night Night Killer. I, I, 
guys. I predict Darren McGavin. Darren McGavin. Jeannie's making a prediction. Darren McGavin. Uh, we, we will see how that works out. Huh? MGHT killer. It's on our shared uh, cough cough. And uh, yeah, just watch it. And then afterwards, you can look up and see who may or may not have written and produced and directed the film. So, okay. But you got to watch the movie. Okay? Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> no! No! And he would look exactly the fucking same. No, no, it's not him. No, it's not him. It's not him. <laughs> but it should have been. No, it's not him. <laughs> it's okay. not him. It's not him. He has no part in this. This is 1990. This is 1990. Yeah. Well, that's what so, would make uh, it freaky. Yeah. So that's next week. So next week, we're discussing Night Killer. But now that I'm looking back at this week, oh, man. Oh, like, like I'm, I'm picturing in my head Tommy <sighs> Wiseau. Oh, Reemerges once every twenty to thirty years, makes up a <laughs> fucked up movie, and then goes back to like he's Hollywood's it. Yeah. Then he goes back to sleep, has a clone do little guest spots for him, and then reemerges like thirty years later and makes another fucked up movie and goes away again. Yeah, you know who does the same thing? Alex Moffat. Yes. Just tied the whole podcast together. Yes, you did. This podcast is like a rug that someone peed on. It really ties the room together. Yes, it does. So now that I'm looking back at this episode, man, the highs and the lows. Uh, Alex Moffat is at a Costco. There's two different Dave Thomases. Thomas Edison is on coke. I gotta say, I think this has been a pretty good episode. This has been a damn good episode. Oh, good. I felt the same way. I felt the same way, but I didn't want to step on your toes. You're the one who sort of gives the film that dis- the the podcast that distinction at the end of the episode. And, and yes, I concur with your assessment, good sir. So until next week, I have been Bunny Williams. And on behalf of uh, Maxwell, Eleanor, Natasha, and everybody else in this house, I just want to say thanks for listening, and we will see you next week, you godless friends. And you... Something cuts. You want to say... And Legos? There you go. And I and you computer chip. Okay, Eleanor, you wanna say something too? <laughs> and you poop on a cookie. And you poop on a cookie. Okay. Poop on a cookie. <laughs> Cut and print. And put it on. Cut and print.